0: Oh baby, always good doing the hangover after a dub, you know. always good. Always good. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the NBA show. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Presented by Bet Three Six Five Never Ordinary. We have ourselves a great show today. Why? Because the Denver Nuggets won in blowout fashion. Blowout fashion, you say? Yes. Blowout I would 2000 blowout. Yeah, dude, and it's it's sadly not ordinary. Not ordinary, but it's fun when the Nuggets get a blowout and so many things go well. Project Dynasty just keeps eating away, man. Just keeps going. Uh, We're gonna talk all about that. Give our hangover takes, but our top story: superstar Nikola Jokic. What you guys? I don't know. what what happened? Did he win the
2: NBA title and the MVP and the uh, (laughs) No? Actually, now he can
0: be the face of the league. Is he becoming the face of the league? We're going to have to ask that question. That's a question everybody's wanting answered right now. Uh, And then later on in the show, we're going to talk about Reggie's six-man-of-the-year case. Last night, Aaron Gordon went up to the podium and said... He deserves it. Why is nobody talking about it? Well, let's talk about
1: it. Was he talking to us? Is, is anybody really talking about six Man of the Year <laughs> <Yeah>. right now? <laughs> Why is nobody talking
0: about it? Because
2: nobody talks about that award. There's only it just one. shows up. And are like, oh, okay. Because there's only one end-of-season award that can be talked about <laughs> at any moment <laughs> yeah. during the year. And it
0: has to be talked at from the first moment to the very last <laughs> yeah. moment. Uh, also, later in the show, man, the Timberwolves got a win last night that I think warrants us saying, you know what, I'm bumping them up in my... Uh, power Ranking, okay. they deserve it, they're going up a tier to help me talk about all of those things. D line is in the house. What up, guys?
2: Uh, ready to do this? Hangover uh, takes are, are does ready it smell to be like gas? Delivered? yeah, a little bit.
0: All right, well, nice. let's keep going. <laughs> nice,
2: well, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I got bumped. Sorry, uh, I, that was an important. I feel it like it actually just a point of clarification
1: does not smell like gas. You don't think it smells like do you smell it? I can't really smell <laughs> I'm left to be the detector over here. It's up to you. All right. Uh, also on the show, Harrison Wynn. Um, I think I'm the only one in the world who has not yet seen the commercial. Oh, man. So man. I will be reacting to it live on this show. I wait, then, then
2: The rule is is that if you are moved by the commercial, you have to immediately purchase the service or good that's being advertised. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: we'll see how we'll see how well the advertisement works. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll find see out how live on
0: We'll here. see how good the commercial is on me. All right. Um we'll get to the commercial here in a moment. You're gonna have to hold your horses, oh, so to speak. <laughs> so good. So uh, great, but we should talk about don't put our the cart before the horse. <laughs> oh uh, man. man, we don't want to, you got one? You wanna join the fold here? No. No, come <laughs> on. Uh, but first the nuggets. You got a blowout win one oh three to one oh four. Against the Dallas Mavericks, this was despite Luka Doncic going for 28 first-half points. The Nuggets still pull away, and it was also despite Jokic going for just eight points, nine rebounds, seven assists. Michael Malone called it a triple single, which we've referred to before. Katie Wenge couldn't contain herself in laughter. It was actually the funniest thing how hard she, she went for that one. Malone it was she bit so hard that Malone just ended the press conference. Really? Like, he was mid sentence. He goes, Nicola tonight and you know to get a win when he goes for a triple single and she starts laughing so hard and Malone just goes,
1: Alright. So he like I'll, a lot of times in media, you put on a fake media laugh. No, this
0: one was a belly.
1: When a coach or player tries to make a joke, it's a fake media laugh. But this was a real one. Katie, I mean, she was going off, okay. man.
0: She really was tickled by that one. Okay.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know what I mean? Like Sometimes you can be so blasé. You get worn down by the day-to-day. Then the, the joy of watching somebody
0: enjoy a real joke about a triple single it brings you back. Laughter is contagious, man. My wife can't I watch anybody laugh. She loses it. Right? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty great. Um, hangover takes, though. Do you guys uh, have a chance to digest this one a little bit? But I'll give, I'll give you mine. I wasn't you, on the you show. You go first, yeah. So I'll yeah, go a little bit go. first. There. There's our graphic. And I put this in. We've been doing takeaway shorts from the arena. I highly recommend you making that part of your flow, Watching, you know, catching up on those the day after. But I put this one out there, but I want to go, us to go in detail. Jamal Murray at the podium last night said... It's great for the young guys when we're all healthy, they see what our starting unit is like and they see the way we play. And when they're on the bench, they kind of take from us because they're just learning from watching us and then they go out there and try to copy it. That's what last night was. Everybody healthy, starters did their job, dominated. And the bench, game by game, continues to get better and better. And Reggie going back to it, clearly having all of the pieces there makes for a rotation that makes sense. But not even just that, man the rapid, rapid growth of Peyton Watson and Julian Strother is so incredible to watch. Both of those guys are really good players that are over that initial hump. I'm not saying they're out of the woods, but they're over the initial hump where everything is happening so fast and the head is spitting and there's no confidence. Now the game just kind of comes to them and they make good plays or bad plays, but you could just tell it's like natural. They're playing basketball now, both of those guys. And last night... That, to me, was the big standout. They, yes, they won in dominant fashion, but it was the way all the Nuggets are good. That was the, like one of the first all the Nuggets are good games we've had all year.
1: Yeah. I mean, going into every game right now, Peyton Watson is the guy I'm most looking forward to watching. Same. Same. Every single night. You know, I, lo- I love watching Nikola Jokic. I-, I love watching the starters work, but I am so looking forward to watching Peyton Watson every game. Because of the rapid growth, you compared him to an AI a couple of days ago, <laughs> right? Where yeah. he's just you just said it, and then you come back and you're like, oh my god, like. He's learned this and this and this. and. Oh, I thought it meant Alan Iverson. I forgot the no, dystopian nature
2: of our conversations. <laughs> is that Adam
0: loves AI. Anyway, go ahead. Keep going. But, I just hope <laughs> getting on their good side before they take over. Uh,
2: like, guess they're going to come no, back
1: and read this, and they're no going to they. hate you. They're there's gonna no me. And
2: you're, okay, you're accelerating Well, we'll, we'll Payne Watson be might be taking over
1: because he is getting better by the minute, it feels no. like. By the game. By the game, man. He's for sure. rapidly growing as a player in like every facet of his game feel like he's becoming a better defender by the game and a better offensive player and um it's the most exciting thing going on with the nuggets right now i think peyton watson and just what he can grow into over the course of the season because i mean it it feels like you can't put a ceiling on it right now
2: yeah, I mean, truly, it's it, and the same can be said for Julian Strother. It's like right. we started off, we're like, oh god, are we going to do the two timeline thing? The Warriors proved out that, that what a catastrophic uh, direction that could be. But man, like the the it feels like the two timelines are converging like already this early in the season. It's not really about like right. can. They function as their own, like, entity. Like, how are they going to It's just, like, the Nuggets are being made more um, codified by just the fact that they have, like, all of these... They just have a bunch of players, man. Like, this front office just keeps filling the tank with, with, you know, good NBA talent and, like, good people and guys that you want to root for. And it's, like, it's awesome. It's awesome to watch when especially the you know allowing your top guys to just sort of like coast through the night like that's that's great you know we we know we're not the los angeles lakers so we know that the biggest moment of the season hasn't already happened at the uh, in the in-season tournament like we actually have big goals we are in the middle of a, a dynastical project as some would say and like it's just it's it's the fact that so many of the off-season questions are already starting to be answered. You know, like, can there be a replacement for Bruce Brown? Like, what is this going to look like past the, the top five? And I mean, obviously, the, it's, the hasn't been fully answered, but it's like, it's cool that there are still so many things, so many questions to be answered for a team that's this good. Right. It's like keeps you interested.
0: Let's go stay on Peyton Watson because I'm with you Win. that he's my the thing I'm most excited about. And a lot of that is just the newness, right? Like sure. when you walk out, oftentimes, almost all the times, the best thing of the game is actually Jokic, you know, but yeah. like going into it, you're excited about new. And Peyton right now is just doing new. And one of the things he's doing new is taking threes. Yeah. You know, he's taken a pair the of threes. new. Let's go. He's taken a pair of threes in each of the last three games or he's made a pair of threes in each of the last uh, three games, a homestand. And, you know, this is one of those things where it's like the up and down nature of the NBA, especially for young players, it's hard to catch a rhythm. So when you get even just a three game homestand, as short as that is, it does provide for a little bit of continuity in your life and in your routine and in and everything else. And let me give you the numbers, you guys. Over this three game homestand, Peyton Watson is playing 21 and a half minutes, 13.7 points, six rebounds, 2.7 assists. So rounding up 14, six and three. That's wild. Aaron Gordon numbers. That's why. That's Aaron Gordon averages is 14, 6, and 3. And Peyton Watson just did that over a homestand. And by the way, 65% from the field, 60% from three, 55% from the foul line. So needs to make his reason, <laughs> although he only took a handful. But nonetheless, that's really a really good three game stretch. And to me, the question I'll ask now, D line do you feel that Peyton Watson, Julian Strother, and I'll lump in Zeke Nagy and Christian Brown because all those guys we'll make up. I'll just lump them all in because that's who we kind of counted on to be this group. Are they behind schedule, on schedule, or ahead of schedule, in your opinion, December the 19th? They're way ahead of schedule, I think. Way I mean, ahead. I think, like,
2: this was going to be an, the question that we had to answer the entire season. Yeah. How is this going to look? Like, how do we replace Bruce Brown? What do we do? Like, that's every segment talking about the Nuggets or anybody that was looking to be to detract from what the Nuggets are, are and what they are going to be moving forward. It was like, well, they lost Bruce Brown, so obviously, you know, that's going to... They're way ahead of schedule. Like, I, I didn't expect... I didn't expect Peyton Watson to be... Um, like, we all expected him to, have, to show his defensive prowess, but the fact that he is doing something offensively, that's way ahead of schedule as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, they're way ahead of schedule. or I don't know if way ahead of schedule. They're definitely ahead of schedule. Definitely. I thought Peyton Watson would be doing this maybe in February or March. Not in December.
0: Three, and even three games in a row, because you thought maybe you would see it. All right, don't see it for a while. See yeah. it, and then maybe at the end of the year, you see it every other game or something.
1: Three games in a row is meaningful. It feels like he's... It's just three games, and I'm sure he'll have bad games sometime you know over the course of the rest of the season but it kind of feels like he's gotten over a little bit of a hump where like there's a standard that he's gonna play to now and he's might not dip below that that often and i just didn't think he'd get there that soon julian straw obviously way ahead of schedule we didn't think he'd be playing
0: right? No. If somebody gets injured, then he plays, but yeah. not
1: regular. Julian Strahler like locked into the rotation, middle of December. That's way ahead of schedule. Yeah, way ahead. Um, I'm I'm gonna with Wind, meaning I
0: think he is. I think they are ahead of schedule, not even slightly, but definitely not way ahead. I think they are ahead of schedule. Consistency, like there's more. If the playoffs started today, I don't have confidence in. Julian Strother and Peyton Watson, because I just think that's a lot of pressure to put them into. There's like questions ahead, situations they have to be thrown into that they are not quite into. And then as much as we're talking about how well Peyton Watson has played these last three games, the games before that, the like four or five games before that, only one of them was good. So there is still a little bit of ups and downs. But to me, it's the curve. If you just plotted every game of Peyton's season so far, it's very clear that we're at the curve part. <laughs> you know, like it's climbed slowly, and now it's at the like steep part. And he's making plays off the bounce that I'm excited about. He's making plays off ball that I'm excited about. And his defense is now. One of my favorite things, Harrison, you keep talking about, you get excited to watch him. One of my favorite things about watching him right now is all the good players, ISO him to start the game and go away from it. But then they're like, okay, this isn't an easy Because they don't know who he is, or they know him, but they're like, all right, this is a young guy. And they'll try him out, and almost every time, they're like, this is not worth the effort. Well, we we just got to run offense now. And I just love seeing that, because it's like, yeah, man, he is a legitimately tough, like,
1: he's a legitimate challenge for most offensive players to try to score against an ISO. And just think about all the guys he's gone up against over this last month, you know? You go back to the Phoenix game. Yeah, uh, Durant. De'Aaron Fox, yep. Kawhi, like that was that three game stretch was kind of the first one. Like yeah. that was kind of his little coming out party. And this was his, his real coming out party, this three game stretch. Um, but just having success about, against those guys, yeah. that's given him a ton of confidence, I feel like. yeah, and-, and that confidence and rhythm has carried over to other parts of his game. That's why I think he's shooting the ball well right now. Yeah, He's just confident. He's in rhythm he's playing the same kind of minutes every night like he knows what he's doing out there he's playing with the same lineup now right so i think just all of this has stemmed from confidence and the rhythm he's in
2: yeah and and for me like the reason i i think they are way ahead is because typically this part of the season is like trying to figure out who's going to be the bench unit right like it's it's so much about like just tinkering this guy you're in this night you're out like looking for the lineup. And, like, not only does it appear as though they have settled upon what a bench unit looks like, they are now into the part where, like Harrison said, they are um, getting confidence. They are working on the actual game
0: just rather than worrying about whether or not they're going to be a part of it. And Zeke Naji deserves a shout-out. Like, he's the one guy that you would say is behind schedule. But here's my thing with Zeke, man. I, I, I said this yesterday. This is not like, oh, he had one good game and now I'm saying this. I've been saying this. He... People have swung too far on him. he's been bad. he's been really bad. He was actually really good to start the year before Reggie got or before yeah. Murray got hurt. He was off to a good start and then he was so bad when things went went south. He was worse even than Peyton and Julian and the, everybody else that hit a rough patch. but he's a good player and he does certain things very well like his skill set's too narrow right now it he needs to like be more consistent and reliable as a rebounder. You know, he needs to make impacts, you know, in different parts. But that was a really good game from him, albeit against a shorthanded second unit for Dallas. But that was a really good uh, stretch for him, our game for him. And I hope he's able to screen together a few more opportunities because the Nuggets, say what you will about them, everybody like immediately wants to go to the trade. They should trade for this guy. They should pick up this guy. Trading costs. There's no we're give our garbage and then we take something in. The best outcome for the Nuggets is that Zeke is good and that they don't have to give anything up because he's already on the roster. And this early portion was just a sort of getting his footing and that we get more of what we got last night. That's far and away the best outcome for the Nuggets. And I just think it's more on the table. Like, I still would probably bet against it personally. But to me, it's more of like a 60-40 proposition, not like a this ain't going to work. It's terrible. Like, there's something to Zeke. And we saw it last night.
1: No, he was great last night. And I like how you went back to the beginning of the season because a lot of people forget the bench was good at the beginning of the season. Yep. When everybody was healthy. Sure was. Then when Jamal Murray got hurt, it got bad. Then now that Jamal Murray is back, the bench is good again. Yeah. The Nuggets bench is going to be good if Denver is fully healthy. If they have their full complement of players, if they have their starting five, and if they can go to the rotation that they've been going to off the bench these last couple of games, you know, what my favorite lineup is right now, Reggie Jackson, Christian Brown, Julian Strother, Peyton Watson, and then Zeke Naji or Deandre Jordan. I love that lineup. That's your favorite to. lineup. That, that's my favorite lineup to watch right. right now. All right. <laughs> I, Peyton Watson is my favorite guy yeah, to watch right yeah, now. That's fun. my favorite lineup that, you know, from the five minute mark to the two minute mark of the first quarter, um, when Jokic is still on the floor with those guys as well, I love watching that. Um, but yeah, I I think the bench is going to be good from here on out as long as they stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, Zeke is like
2: such an interesting case because the problem, in my view, with Zeke is that it's just it. The situation has to be perfect for him. Yep. And if it That's is why perfect, it's too narrow. Yeah. If it's if it is perfect, then he. You see what he has. Like, he's a hard worker. He has a, a very high motor. He's a big effort guy. And, like, he can outwork guys. And he can,
0: you know, he's switchable one through five. And he that's all a likable trait, by the way. Absolutely. Outworking guys. Like, this is why it's, he should be a guy you root for because of how hard he plays. Exactly. Right now everybody hates him. And it's like, Exactly. right, right. We'll, we'll see. Um, all right. Let's take a break. That was my hangover takes. On the other side, it's commercial time. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> that finally, after we get through
1: these ads, then we can get to the commercial. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Bet365, never ordinary. Use code DMVR365 at sign up. When you do that and you sign up for Bet365, you can take advantage of two offers that they got going right now. A first bet safety net offer, or you can bet and get place $5 or more on an NBA game get $150 in bonus bets Uh, so sign up for the bet365 app with the code dnvr365 you can bet on your own you can bet with us on the pregame show you can bet with us live on the watch alongs too It's where we'd go for our betting, so you should go there as well. Must be 21 plus and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. I love the physically located.
0: I'm emotionally located in Colorado. Yeah, I, where are you
2: emotionally located?
0: Uh, you know what? If I, I, I would tonight, say, no, Rocky Mountain National Park. I would say that you're just not
1: emotionally located. <laughs> That's actually it. You know what? You, you, you nailed it. You nailed it. Um, emotionally not present. <laughs> emotionally dissociated. Guys, if you're hungry, if you're feeling a sandwich, oh, oh, man. Primo Hoagies is, is your spot. Bro, I ordered it on DoorDash the other
2: day. I was like, you know what? Did you really treat myself to a Primo? What'd you go? One old world meatball? What? what? Listen, man, there's like a hundred things on the menu. I can't get one thing one time and lock in. That's what I generally do with every other restaurant. You went meatball sandwich. What's wrong with a meatball sandwich? What could be better? The old world meatball? An East Coast slant on a meatball
1: sub? I'm that's guessing like, it was good.
2: It was incredible.
1: How was the seated roll?
2: It was incredible.
1: <laughs> How were... I guess there's actually not many toppings on a yeah, meatball sub. That's
2: the greatest thing is that the when, you, when you're talking about meatball sub and people ask you about the toppings, you're like...
1: Meatballs. <laughs> just give me the meatballs. <laughs> yes. Uh, primo Hoagies has locations in both Denver and Centennial. You can order your party trays in advance and online at primohogies.com. Use code DNVR for two dollars off a Primo-sized hoagie when ordering online. It's not just the hoagie; it's a Primo. Alrighty, we are back. Segment two, guys.
0: Jokic appeared in a brand new ad. <laughs> Is he? First of all, I got go for buy. my I gotta, new favorite company, Nikola Jokic. Won two MVPs. Sure, I Then that. he won an NBA championship and a finals MVP. I'm familiar with both and those. And many people were wondering, is he the new face of the league? Not yet. But then this happened.
2: You sure this is cool? Hey, little guy. Relax, this place is
1: pet friendly. <laughs> What's funny? You know, two guys and a horse walking to a hotel.
0: This is a pony.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Harrison has not seen these. He's reacting live. Harrison, your thoughts? Um... It wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> what did you think it was gonna be? I don't know. I thought it was gonna be funnier. Oh, really? <laughs> Not gonna lie, I thought it was extremely charming. It was very charming. It was very charming. That's only one of two. Um, well, hold on. We, 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 we,
0: you Anyways, can tell
1: he's fed a horse before. That was just. <laughs> he ex- does have expert horseman. form. It was form. I honestly, yeah. that's
0: a great take because I would have done the finger. The, the you know, underhand written. palm yeah, open. Underhand, uh, yeah. You know,
1: elite form. Uh, I love the uh, Eastern European sweatsuit. Dude, the tracksuit is incredible. That's perfect. Incredible that they went tracksuit. Yeah. And Peyton Watson being the co-star is an interesting development. Very interesting. Dude, co-star? Maybe star, maybe star actually. This yeah.
0: is like when they gave Penny Hardaway, Little Penny, because Penny needed somebody to be the, like, voice, you know? Yeah. Peyton Watson, 10 out of 10 charisma. Good looking, oh, very well acted, okay. I thought. From male Peyton form corner Mel is form back, corn.
1: and you know, great smile. Dude, lots in there. Peyton Watson looks like he's filmed a thousand commercials. I thought he 100% he's a does. natural,
2: he is a natural. <laughs> he is like, yeah, he's a vet in every, he's an old soul.
0: Also, a lot I'm of t- composure. I'm telling you guys, yeah, there's a little Peyton, you know. Pain composure? I mean? composure do the things
2: nobody else
1: wants to do. Uh, start
2: com- at <laughs> a hotel.com commercial. Yeah, <laughs> this
0: is apparently one of those. <laughs> Peyton Watson, man, like I know this is silly to say. He does have an it factor. Like, he's I not, know. we can't be talking about Peyton Watson this way to We're getting the, ho- the cart before the horse here. But he kind of has this like charisma where you're like, if he becomes good enough to be a star, he will be a star because he's so damn good I'll tell you one thing.
2: I am 100% going to use healthhotels.com next time I book a hotel.
0: Yeah, you could yeah, We got to make hotels.com the greatest website. true.
2: We have to reward them tenfold for their yeah. faith in our, in our Serbian team. I game.
0: kind of feel like they might. you know, It kind of went viral. I might stay in a like hotel it. tonight. <laughs> um, one, <laughs> thing, one thing you didn't mention there, Harrison Jokic, in prep for the shoot, did not shave. I know. I,
1: I, <laughs> I'm trying to think
0: when this was filmed. <laughs> I don't know. Was um, it? It was a while back. It was a while back. Before the season. Training yeah. camp? Yeah, uh, it was before the season, yeah. Um, all right, Kale, play the number two. You know, Peyton, seats at the hotel pool are a lot like seats in a game. We have VIPs. We have Fairweather fans.
2: And the bench. Well, who sits on the bench? Not me.
1: Uh, Okay, that one's way better. (laughs) I I liked them both, but that one was better. You know what we get in that one? Toodles. Toodles. (laughs) We get all toodles. Yeah. Uh, Also, he called him Peyton. Which I doubt he's ever called him in his. What life. What do you think he calls him, Pwat? You think Yoke calls him? P-
0: no, <laughs> well, he always says Peyton. Tell P-Watt. Tell he, he does. Says Peyton. Yeah. yeah, like what he refers to him. Okay. Yeah,
1: brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, he says uh, 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 Peyton. <laughs> uh, Pwat. Uh, and I mean, in that one, like Yoke looked really Eastern European <laughs> with the sunglasses on too, yeah. with the five o'clock shadow. Oh, That was like a ten o'clock shadow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was
0: good. Uh, I love that there's a pool, even though I don't think it was intentional or anything. You know, Yoke at the pool, we now know. Uh, was, it, was it not? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I also like in the first one, Peyton is a little more, you know, the this one, Yoke is the leading actor. I he know. sets it up. He
1: delivers the lines perfectly <laughs> awkwardly. You know, but like, also it's a great acting job by P-Walk. Phenomenal. Yeah. Reaction. He delivered his lines well. Really, <laughs> really bought into the role. Scale of one
0: to ten, how are you rating this commercial?
1: oh uh, i'd give it uh, uh eight and a half
2: oh, wow. <laughs> wow eight and a half that's like uh the noid or something that's that's hallowed grand for a commercial the noid yeah that's oh. an 80s reference from the domino's pizza I, what would you I, give I, it uh, i probably similar that's good it's like oh, i nice. mean i i'm grading on the jokic scale so yeah, everything he does gets bumped up <laughs> yeah. and, like his shoes are like the shoes he wears are like some of the objectively ugliest shoes I've ever seen, but I will buy any pair that, is <laughs> under, that I see in front of me.
0: Let's check out these outtakes, though. The outtakes are almost just as good.
2: You know, Peyton. Give me a second. Give me a second. Uh, this is the... Uh, I need to get into the character. Acting,
0: acting character. Right we been, 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 been. All are the same as the hotel. Adam <laughs> i don't want to translate that i forgot my line i don't like messing
1: he's eating my finger look at him but horse is watching too
2: i don't like horses around
1: I think Yoke just wanted to hang out with the horse. <laughs> just hang
2: out with the little I horse. I can't believe how much more I want to hang out with Jokic now than I did before, which was already an uncomfortable, bordering on illegal level. <laughs>
0: he said the same about you. <laughs> what? <laughs> <He did? laughs> no, not really. Um, honest question though, here. That was a great commercial. It's kind of gone viral today. You know, everybody's talking about it. Yoke, I think, that comes off really well. And then we've seen some of these metrics about, like, social media. Who are people looking out? Jersey sales. Who are people buying? Television ratings. Who are people watching? Yoke higher in all of this than people realize. D-Line, you're the branding guy. We've wondered why doesn't Jokic do more. And I think it's a little twofold. Some of this, you know, I think everybody just defaults to, well, he doesn't want to. I think that's a little BS. Because Yoke's talked openly about how brands are more attractive when I start dressing nice. You know, like... I think he's more open to this. Do you think this is the first of many endorsements to come and Jokic might be on the scene now? Uh, I think Jokic
2: is on the scene now. I think a lot of things get filmed in the off-season and he leaves the second he's able to. So it's probably That's a big like part of it, yeah. a little bit difficult to get his time to film yeah. stuff. So I think that honestly is probably most of what it is, is that just Jokic is not available. Um, but I mean, listen, like this, you see someone in a different light and they are in a different light. Like, this is for a lot of people. Like, so true. I'm sure seeing... I th- I think that there is a large perception of Jokic in general that, like, he doesn't talk much, that he... You know, like, people think he's... They know him as the Joker, but they know he's, like, a little jokey, but, like... They think he has no personality and, like, has no presence. Like, if you do a commercial, exactly. it's going to be boring AF. It, exactly. And so, like, to see it now, you're like... That actually is really funny and charming and cool. Like that, he doesn't come off as like an NBA player. Like he doesn't have that like NBA like Anthony Edwards new commercial. Like that's like an NBA guy commercial. Like this is just like a
1: charming thing that actually can appeal probably to a way wider audience. Maybe. Yeah. No, he's on the scene for sure. I mean, he's doing a Curious Mike podcast. That's how on (laughs) the scene he is now.
0: That to me actually (laughs) the Curious Mike appearance that he is allegedly said to do. To me, this is, like, the best teammate move he's ever had. I know. There's no way he was like, yeah, man, that'll be great. Let's talk about I like, know. He was like, brother, <laughs> Mike, for you, this is what I'm going to do
1: for you. I'm going to come on the show. He's like, Mike, you have one favor you could ask me this year. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. This is my one favor I'm giving you the whole year.
0: Uh, so I feel like it was a big homie move. Yeah. Um, I just wonder, though, if there's more endorsement deals out there. Hmm. I wonder if there's, there's there got to be, right? You know what? Why don't we ask Bet365 never ordinary top 5? Why don't we make it our never ordinary top 5 top 5 companies or products Nikola Jokic might well, endorse endorse These next. are the top 5
2: companies that he should Do endorsement. These are the next five Natural fits, you might say. They're natural fits. There's places that should already be reaching out to Nikolo Jokic slash Peyton Watson's agency if they haven't already. I know
0: know one of these companies already has. You do? I do. Uh,
2: Well, all right, Kale, uh, no further ado. Number five. Chips Ahoy, dude! Oh, For the Cookie Monster, cookie monster. the Cookie Monster. Who better than the Cookie Monster to oh, sing man, the praises so of delicious cookie? And can you imagine if he actually ate them like the Cookie Monster? He just like shoved them in his oh. mouth and chewed them without swallowing, and they
0: just like. Did uh, Chips Ahoy make commercials though? Because I don't know if I've ever seen one. Chips Ahoy is so baked into the social fabric that is the United so States, true. they don't they have even to advertise. It. But Chips but if Ahoy... They did. But Chips Ahoy, it's never too late to get bigger. I would never eat another cookie in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number four, kale. is Coca Cola? How is this number
2: four? Because he doesn't drink it? Yeah, because he actually swore <laughs> off it and he, he cited it as a uh, hindrance in his career. Yeah, it was like the <laughs> least healthy thing. His
0: life took off once he quit
2: the, taking it. <laughs> it was the thing he had to cut out to yeah. become who he is today. You know All what, the though? same, for, name recognition is name recognition. I'd love to see him uh, drink two liters right in
0: front of my eyes on, on TV, wouldn't you? Yeah, didn't. So, who have been some like specialty drinks? Didn't Shaq have like a Shaq soda or something? He's for a got while the Shakaroni right now. What's that? It's a pepperoni pizza from Papa Johns. Of course he does. <laughs> okay, all right, well, there you go. <laughs> well, if Shaq, if there was a Jokic flavored Coca-Cola,
2: like the, wi- the wild thing <laughs> for this is that if we did this for Shaquille O'Neal and there was no limit to the product and it's uh, and one of them is just a printer with a bunch of ink, which is something he's like all of. Shaq will uh, endorse anything. anything. Yeah, Shaq yeah, we'll will endorse anything. He's uh, the best
0: frontman, though. There's a reason for it. He's, he's very a good at it. List, man. He's like the uh, flex seal guy, man. That's how good he is. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. is that good. Uh, Kale, number three. Polo.
2: Oh, <laughs> Horsepower. Oh. Horsepower. Yeah, a little my, horseman. My man has style. He has grace. He's been dressing the part. And... I don't know if you guys knew this. He loves horses.
0: He yeah, does I'm thinking horses. about
1: how the horse from the Hotels.com commercial needs to be a reoccurring character First off, in all these commercials. It was a pony. That
2: was yeah. part of the ad. Not yeah. a horse. A
1: pony. <laughs> a pony. Sorry.
2: <laughs> or maybe we should have had
0: him endorse pony. You know, was it a pony? It was a little. I think it's just a short horse. But is, what's a, is, a, is there a difference between a pony? Is it a pony just a baby? No,
2: that, uh, a, a baby horse is like a foal. But a that's pony is a, a different. It's not a baby horse. A mule and a pony are different than a
0: horse. Really? Yes. See, I, I know wolves. So I don't know ponies. <laughs> How well do you know wolves? <laughs> I
1: have no. We read Technically, <laughs> like it's probably a miniature horse. <laughs> uh, uh, number go. two,
2: Taco Bell! Taco, Talk- this is this big one.
1: upset. I know Bro, everybody he- thinks
2: Taco Bell should be number one. Taco Bell. Jokic has already done a commercial for Taco Bell that airs <laughs> organically taco, taco every season. The best
1: marketing Taco Bell's ever gotten. The greatest thing
2: yes, this comes up all the time. People go and they buy the quesarito. It's in the menu. It's out of the menu. It's celebrated when it's returned. It's known the world round as the official Jokic
0: meal that he's got no money for. Jokic, do a Taco Bell commercial. Don't Taco Bell, do a Jokic commercial. This is like they're sitting on a gold mine. They would overtake McDonald's. Yeah.
1: Do you think they would just reenact the draft night?
0: doesn't matter what they did. Him being
2: there. That's exactly there, that what they would do. Matter. That's exactly what they would yeah. do. They would cut to him and he would be eating it while, you know. While the draft is happening. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, what? <laughs> and number one, he should do it for DNVR. <laughs> let come, come on, Jokic. Come on,
0: Yoko. Come on, man. Do DNVR.
1: <laughs> I promise there would be a miniature horse here. There oh, was.
0: if we need to get a horse for Jokic to endorse this, <laughs> we will get a miniature we'll horse. We'll get a pony. We'll get we'll a shetland. We'll <laughs> get a mule. we mule. Any of them. I would get a wolf if we have to. (laughs) Uh, All right, that does it. Let's take a break. On the other side, we are going to talk about Aaron Gordon's comments last night that Reggie Jackson, he's probably the favorite right now for six
1: Man of the Year. Does he have a case? Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer at DNVR. Uh, Stop into the DNVR bar this month. We've got $6 Christmas sales all month long here at the DNVR (laughs) bar. The beer of the month. You can buy one mini keg of it and watch Harrison drink it in front of you. The whole thing. You could. (laughs) Uh, You can also check out some of our other favorites. The Avalanche Amber, Mile High City, Bronco's Country Pale Ale, Fun Slinger. All your favorites here at the DNVR Bar. If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out their beer locator, breckbrew.com. Breckinridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR also hestra gloves if you're looking for a glove for just year-round work do-it-yourself projects gardening construction landscaping any of that type of stuff don't tear up your ski gloves or whatever other gloves you have you need a work glove that's gonna last a long time that's made from high quality materials and that's what hestra gloves are great fitting comfortable they've been making gloves for over 85 years these guys know what they're doing visit hestrajob.us use the code dnvr40 to get 40% off your next purchase now through december 23rd only a couple more days to take advantage of this dnvr40 40% off your next purchase now through december 23rd let's go all right, we are back here. Let's talk about Reggie
0: Jackson. Guys, if I were to ask you who's averaging more points this season, Reggie Jackson or Aaron Gordon, who would you guess?
2: Uh, I Based guess. on the fact that I'm asking this question. Well, I mean, it's clearly Reggie, Reggie Jackson, Jackson, but that is, that is wild. But, but you but, would think Aaron Gordon. Because,
0: but Aaron Gordon's not had a great start to the season. If I asked you who is shooting better from three this year, Reggie Jackson or KCP? Wow, Reggie Jackson. Actually, the same. Ah. Trick question. Trick question. is never going to get it. But 41%, 40.7%. Wow. Both of them somehow 40.7%, which is very strange. Uh, very, very, very strange. So, Reggie Jackson, man, if we look back at his career, he's averaging 13.6. That's the most since that 21-22 season where he went off. But more to the point, if you go per 36 minutes, because he's playing reduced minutes this year from, from back then, he's averaging 19 points per 36 minutes. That is on par with his prime seasons. Like all of his, basically, if you just cut off his most prime seasons, he was at about 19 points per 36. So on a per minute basis, he is playing in his absolute apex prime. But one small difference: most effect, uh, efficient season of his career. Think about that. Wild. He's scoring at the same rate that he did at his actual apex, but more efficiently. That alone, before
1: we get into any other context, is incredible. Yeah. And part of that, you might think, is because he played a lot with the starters. And that's definitely part of it. Less than half of his games. Yeah. But, I mean, last night, he goes for 20 points on 9 of 12 shooting, playing exclusively with the bench. Right. And, like, the fact that he's putting these numbers up, playing next to not a ton of spacing. I mean, Julian Strawther's the only shooter on that second unit. Not a lot of offensive first players. He's got Christian Brown and Peyton Watson next to him, two defensive first players, and really didn't start playing with a true pick-and-roll partner until Michael Malone put DeAndre Jordan into the rotation. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. It's Consider this. like
2: Playing arguably his best after he was completely discarded, thrown into the garbage can by... The clippers like part of the buyout market. Like not even attempting to trade him. They were just like, he's there's no value here. You know, right. like the buyout market is where you go when you're just like throw your hands up in the air. Yep. We can't even get a trade for this guy. It's just we just have to move on. And to say I mean, you look at him as a reclamation project. I mean, he's like it's incredible. Like, this is a guy you would trade for. Like you're looking to shore up your bench. You're like, we need a we need a, a reliable ball handler on the, on the bench. Coming yeah. into the season, we were all very nervous about that. I mean, what? Why be nervous? There's, He's doing incredible. It's like, I don't, there's just so many things that the Nuggets are and have in this, in this world that we live in that things just like keep working out for them. It's like, this is just another story. It's
0: awesome. I love it. I'm looking at, I'm trying to look at some uh, regular season awards here so I can get to the six man of the year. I'm trying to look and see, because I think Austin Reeves is a guy that is in Shocker. this one. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, <laughs>
2: six man of the of the in-season tournament?
0: <laughs> six man of the, of the year of the season, yeah. Here, you can look at these here and kind of walk me through. So we have Austin Reeves um, to compare him to. Who else? Tim Hardaway Jr.? Tim Hardaway Jr. Because pl- it's always the guys that score, right? It's always yep. like, so, but Reggie scores, so he kind of fits the mold here. I watched, uh, Tim, way, I watched Tim
1: Hardaway shoot 3 of 12 last night. 50, 50, Wasn't that impressed? 15 points, 5
0: assists uh, for him. By the way, 36% Dude, shooting. Richie is like 20th on this list. I wonder why. It goes... I wonder why. It
2: goes... Austin Reeves, Tim Hardaway Jr., Cole We Anthony. saw him last night. How did he look? <laughs> so good. Like, he looked like the, eighth, or the 12th is man Seth of the year. Gurry on there. 12th man of the year. Uh, 37% Col- from three for him. 17 points per game, which is a lot of points. But, yeah. I mean, come on. Cole Anthony... Uh, Emmanuel quickly, Malik
0: Monk, Cole These Anthony. Are just by the all way, all the same player. It, it is. is always the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so true. It's, but Reggie it's is, a is that guard that's a shooter. But that, but isn't that kind of Reggie too? Uh, by the way, Cole Anthony, fifteen points again. He's Jeez. the same as uh, you know, right there with Reggie. See, people that are above
2: Reggie Jackson, um, Chris Paul. <laughs>
0: Chris Paul, yes, well, Isaiah, I mean, Isaiah they're, they're Joe. They're doing so well. That's why
1: they're going to amnesty. Hey,
0: Isaiah thing. Joe's ahead of Reggie Jackson. Jaime Hawkins. This
1: will get you well, excited. I, I
0: mean, they get a couple of these right. <laughs> Nas Reed. Nas Reed's been pretty good. I got to you know, but but I mean, a big
1: man has never won. Six wow, of the that year. would be actually be really straight. Bobby strange.
0: Portis. He hasn't had a great year. Tell that to the NBA futures.
2: On Bobby Portis Bet was like five. furious about his role for a while there. Yeah. yeah, and then Reggie Jackson comes in after under Jonathan Kaminga, under Jonathan Kaminga, under Buddy Hield. J- Reggie Jackson. I mean, I guess to be fair, how I, I th- that might be alphabetical. They have the same. They have the okay. same odds at. Either uh, way, at you've got to think that these odds
1: haven't changed a ton from the very beginning of the season.
2: Dude, it's plus one hundred and fifty or fifteen thousand right now. Plus fifteen thousand.
1: Reggie
0: Jackson has been absolutely incredible, man. He has been incredible. And oh, you he's, know, he's doing it though? for one of the Who? best teams in the league. Rui Achimura, dude. <laughs> oh, well, it's because he's the seventh. Does man every and... Laker just yeah. get on the list? <laughs> yeah. Where's yes. Christian Wood on there? He's not even playing. But is he? Uh, how high is he?
2: Well, it's Christian pro- Brown made the list. <laughs> is he? Plus uh, thirty thousand. He's the last person mentioned. Uh, well, wow. there you go.
0: <laughs> uh, in all sincerity, I think that <laughs> look, we gotta let's let's single handedly try to move these odds. Not single handedly, he's doing this, but nobody's talking about it. We single handedly got Bones
2: (laughs) Highland on the uh, all rookie all uh, rookie bones all rookie bones six man Reggie. Uh, Let's think of this hashtag. Uh,
0: It's six man Reggie. How about hashtag bench Reggie?
2: Oh, uh, I don't, I don't think <laughs> so. How about that? Bench Reggie. We all scream it all game when he's bench. on the court. <laughs> yeah, dude. Bench
0: Reggie. It's, the, it's the Reggie and the bench. Bench Reggie, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in all sincerity, though, man, I'm looking at this and like, will he win? It always goes to whoever's the sauciest scorer. But Reggie is dude, a pretty he, saucy scorer, he's man. He's been exquisitely saucy.
1: And Reggie Jackson also has enough name recognition to get in the conversation.
0: Right.
2: But he doesn't have a team name recognition to get him over the right. top. All right, we're gonna get
0: this up. It's sixth man Reggie or something like that. Yeah, yeah. What can we'll it we'll be? figure it out. We gotta find out a really good one. Reggie's uh, back, son. Reggie six. Reggie six. Well, because you just want to like type it quickly. It's gotta be short, concise. Yeah. Bail
2: out six. Big government oh, big, six. Yeah. <laughs> it can't. There can't be like six levels of reference in a hashtag. It
1: needs to be a very clean <laughs> hashtag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think we're storming big the government. Cap- yeah.
1: <laughs> storming the what about, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Storm big government on the sixth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or for the sixth. Uh, thank God his <laughs> number is <we> got <laughs> Thank hand God his number seven. Put it out there, is seven. That's all I'll say. Thank God he was number seven. <laughs> Is <laughs> a tweet thread.
0: <laughs> Eric's just furious. Reggie needs more recognition. Second tweet. We need more attention. <laughs> toward the government on six. Um, Reggie Jackson deserves. I honestly think that he needs to move up in these the, the, these rankings. Um, D-Line and I were having a very interesting debate last night, or earlier today. Mm. He thinks that Jokic does not deserve to be in the MVP conversation. Oh, listen. You can, if you're going to state my...
2: my but like, allow, allow me to state my own, uh, you know. That's what I heard. I don't think, cool. I don't think he's leading the MVP. I don't well, think, I don't think he's leading it well, either. Well, that's what
0: I'm saying. I don't think Jokic is currently the MVP is what I said. But I okay, well, that's that's different because I understand that to be, I think, the case. Like, Embiid unfortunately played yeah. the Wizards a few times. And I don't think Jokic is there. currently
2: the MVP. I don't but think, but you he wants were saying
0: he didn't deserve like recognition for it because to me, no, Yoke, I did not. <laughs> I thought you were saying he, like he just shouldn't be in
2: the conversation. Like, you don't no, want to, of course not. I'm just saying he's not the MVP. Like, there are years where it's like I will get on my pony and I will ride into <laughs> battle and I will let everyone know how stupid they are for Miniature not recognizing. Risk the greatness that is Jokic, the dominance that is Jokic, all of which are still true. It's just like this year, it's at this early stage, obviously, which, again, we have to talk about this end-of-season award all goddamn year long. I, he's not positioning himself to win the MVP currently. I believe very strongly, as I always do, that he doesn't want it. Um, I don't but think I also he cares. But last year, he didn't want it. I don't know if he doesn't... Do you think he doesn't want it, or he doesn't? No, care? I don't. I don't think he's trying to tank it, but I, I right, think he's not. Right. I don't think he's going for it. Right, right. In the way that, say, Joe Allen is going for
0: it. But can I tell you something though? And this is the, the the paradox of the MVP. This is why he's the MVP. <laughs> Honestly, in large part, like they won. They had almost perfect offensive rating last game. And as a result, he's like, oh, they're doubling me in the post. Get off of it. I think that Yoke has bigger goals than MVP. And most nights, though not as many frequently recently, but most nights, he also is just putting up MVP numbers. Not because he's trying to do it, but just because that's a byproduct of what he does. So to me, I look at this and I go... The fact that, in, again, we're going to become real petty on this one because Embiid has is, is, is earned, in my opinion, to be in pole position with the numbers he's putting up. I heard deficiency. the straw poll's coming
1: out soon. Oh, straw poll is dude. coming out. I have Dude, cast if Julian's
2: not on the straw poll,
0: I'm going to fucking lose my mind.
1: Uh,
2: that's,
0: that'd be pretty funny. You
1: should write in a bullshit <laughs> candidate. But but to me,
0: like, it's not a coincidence that Embiid uses those games to prop up his numbers rather than, like say, let's see if we can get somebody confidence over here or try to get this or that. Because you watch Yoke and you just see it's clearly different. Last night, they're up by 30 points. Is Yoke out there going like, all right, let me go get a couple more assists and rebounds. He was like, absolutely not. He's like, man, this is great for our guys. And that's why I say in aggregate, Yoke's on a really rough little like seven day stretch or something like that. But to me, he's been an MVP for all but that. And yes, I'm with you that he's not gunning for it. But like this little blip, He's gonna be right back in pole position, in my opinion, by mid-January. Probably, um, because I don't think he's running from it the well, way. Well, he's
2: also like about to go on the cake, uh, the cupcake tour. That Joe Embiid just enjoyed. Well, last, you gotta
1: be yes. in the Eastern Dude, Conference. If you look for at the that, right? yeah, I was gonna schedule, say you might have to. If
2: you look at the schedule, like the Nuggets could legitimately have a 14 game winning streak here if they hadn't blown that one. No, coming up. Oh, If even they more. hadn't blown
0: it, they could have like an 18 or 20 game winning <laughs> <Right>. streak. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, they have like road's always tough. Canada's always tough. You know,
2: just ask Miles Bridges. He actually he wouldn't know. It's not allowed. He wasn't allowed into
0: Toronto. (laughs) Good point. Wow, you made that a little darker than I expected. We talked about it last night. Um, (laughs) Do you think, uh, Wynn, that he's going to climb back in the MVP ranking? For sure. Yeah, for
1: sure. Um, I mean, you look at the advanced numbers. He's leading the league in win shares, offensive box plus minus, defensive box plus minus. Naturally. BPM and VORP. I mean, like he always does. VORP. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I kind of hate saying that. but
0: Vorp. Vorp. <laughs> exactly
1: dude, Vorp has says. done
2: so much more harm than good in this world. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean. Nobody ever cites Vorp, though, if we're being no, honest. No, I mean, you they, know, they you they know cite who's top they five in as it, as though? Insulting. Jokic, and Embiid, SGA, Doncic, LeBron. I love mean, it's warp. a good stat.
0: Yeah, it is a, it, that seems right. Yeah. I love how everybody's always like, it's, it's always wrong about one guy. Uh, those other LeBron. guys are right. Those guys are right, but uh, yeah, it's LeBron. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, LeBron just uh, just, thing. A ago, just a couple weeks, weeks.
1: weeks ago, Nikola Jokic was leading the league in points, rebounds, and assists. <laughs> right. That's
0: right. This is what I'm saying. That was, this is what I'm saying. What, Everybody two weeks has ago? the memory of a goldfish because this just happened. No, I it know. Just happened. And it's also like all the tweets coming in also, from the writers.
1: Nobody talked about that.
0: They did too. No. A little bit. A little bit. People love points, man. Did they, they have a segment
1: points. on NBA Today about that? No. Did anybody on ESPN talk about that? No. I wouldn't know. I don't watch those programs. I will
0: say that I saw lots of tweets, like you said, seven, eight, nine days ago, that were like, "Should we just shut the MVP race down now? Like, Yoke's won it, right? Can we just all fast forward and make this vote official? And then seven days happened. Embiid played a couple games against Detroit and yeah. Washington, and everyone's like, you know what? It's over. I'm just saying, Yoke's in a very interesting oh, moment right now that also happens to correlate with our like excitement for the bench unit. Um, he's and, probably a little excited, too. And I think he's probably a little excited, too. And all of this stuff, like if Yoke has four good games in a row against, let's say, Washington and Detroit, people are going to be like, you know who's the clear MVP? Oh, totally. You know who uh, it this is. is?
2: I mean... Th- this is how
0: it works. Last Although you never does Jokic, that against those. Teams. Jokic was
2: in pole position the whole year until some very unfortunate talking points came out and then everything flipped. Like, this is it, this thing, this terrible worm that travels through the NBA, which is the MVP conversation. It should be an up and down race the entire time. I'm just saying, like, if it were to end today and Jokic did not win the MVP, I wouldn't vote for him right now. Like, I do believe in my heart he is the most valuable player. In the National Basketball Association, not only this year, but every year he laces them up. Like he just plays in a way that is like you it's you can't truly poke holes in it. The only thing is that like he doesn't do the extra and the MVP is about extra.
0: It's like an extra uh award. So Yoke didn't get it last year, and I get to count that one. Every like have you talked to people that are like, and we all know he probably should have won last year, right? If you don't get it this year and then go on to win another title, and if Embiid, you know, whatever, has his ending, thing? you know what? It, Yoke gets four MVPs the way Michael Jordan has seven <laughs> or eight, right? I'm being serious. Like, LeBron LeBron has seven or eight because you just start to add these extra ones where, like, he didn't get it, but people were tired of this. If Yoke wins a title <laughs> this year while not winning the MVP, it'll be a thing, like, 20 years from now where, like, he could have won seven or eight. Yeah, the, the number just inflates bigger and bigger. So part of me is rooting for, part of me, I mean, I'd love for him to win it. I just part want of to win, goes, but he's
2: not, I don't,
1: I don't think.
0: Part don't. of me would love the like righteous indignation of being like, you know, he probably should have four in a row. Yeah,
1: that would be nice, but it'd be better if he just won it. If <laughs> he just won it outright, and then yeah. won again. I've, uh, I'm famously the only person on this show that cares about the MVP anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you do? <too? laughs> I do. Why? Why? Because it's legacy. It's history, man. Like, imagine if Nikola Jokic had won three straight MVPs heading into this season. But do you you care about it every Imagine that. But do you care about it? I don't care, but I care about about
2: him winning the award, absolutely. I care about the MVP. I do not care about the MVP discussion, which is
0: very different.
1: Yeah, that's Oh, I mean, yeah, of course. But I I care a lot about the MVP.
0: All right, let's take a last break here. And then on the other side, we are going to get to the latest. Uh The... Wolves have been released into the wild on the western slope. I don't know if you guys follow oh this. Oh wait, that's not the note I have. Oh, the Timberwolves. Timberwolves won Dude, against Miami is, last this night. This is like
2: the fifth wolf conversation you, you've already. <laughs> well, I have into wolves this on
0: here. I have. Don't forget to talk about the wolves. No, I know, I know I but I you got the wolves, the Timberwolves, wolves. early. Yeah.
1: you just a lot. It's just a lot of wolf talk. There's a lot of wolf man.
0: When you <laughs> well, get when hurt, the wolf Bax and talk.
1: Shanker's <laughs> here to help. They win for Cardo families. They've been doing so for more than 25 years and you don't pay them any money until they win your case. No upfront fees, no fees while they work on your case. You only pay them money if they win your case. And they've won over $1 billion for their clients. They've got neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, Fort Collins. They've got the strength and power to win your case, like a wolf, 30 lawyers, 100 staff members. They, they help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help you if you're injured at work. Give them a call, 222-222 to find out if you have a case for free. Back is in shanker wins. Also, shout out to our friends over at Red Hawk Roofing. <laughs> Denver's best roofers are on the DNVR team. If you need roofing done on your house, your business, Red Hawk Roofing is who you need to call. They've got decades of experience, quality materials. I'm telling you, this is so great. You guys have no idea how
0: clutch it is in life to have a reliable, like construction companies. If anybody's ever gone through a bad construction thing, like if you you can use fight, I don't know. I don't have a recommendation here. I go through it and I was like, oh my God, I paid so much money to the worst people. Now you got a
1: friend in roofing. You do. It's Red Hawk Roofing, Colorado's best estimators and contractors. Call these guys up with any roofing needs. If you're looking for a new roof over your home or business, check out RedHawkRoofing.com. RedHawkRoofing.com. Tell them DNBR sent you. Tell them that. All right. In all sincerity,
0: though, can we spend like one minute on this thing with the wolves? <laughs> about the Timberwolves or the Western? <laughs> no, but well, we're going to spend a lot on the Timberwolves. But no, the, did you not see that? They finally released them? the I, the western I, slope. So... As I told you guys the story, you know, I'm curious if uh, there are people now documenting and, and trying out their radio cars and Mar- stuff. Curious Mares. But wolves are kind of interesting, and I know this was a very controversial to my people on the western slope, who maybe were against this. My rancher friends, you know, my landowning friends. Didn't
1: we vote on this like we, yes. four years ago? Or yes. something. It's the
0: dumbest thing we've ever put on a ballot. I don't understand. Like I'm very pro
1: democracy. You guys know that I'm very yeah. pro. But there are
0: some things you shouldn't put like, in the hands of the people. We should
1: not have that responsibility of deciding that Absolutely issue. Absolutely ridiculous. Really, like, <laughs> the, it, the people on the western
2: slope should vote whether or not they release lowland <laughs> gorillas yeah. in. Like, I don't care how much research <laughs> that, I do into that true. ballot measure. I
1: cannot be educated <laughs> enough to make a decision on that. But you know, you were yes. You were like, Should Should have I actually awesome. don't think I'm I think I abstained Should from that. Tigers
0: word. roam Denver. They're like,
2: that sounds awesome. That sounds so yes. cool. But of course, we shouldn't have
0: tigers <laughs> yeah. around. Uh anyway, I'm kind of curious to see the project. None you know, wolves are just like, as I've talked before, so fascinating. Um, but the Timberwolves also fascinating because they go down to Miami last night. Remember we talked about now things get real for the Timberwolves. They've been skating through this easy schedule. Now things get real. Well, early returns, very good. Last night, they didn't just win in Miami, they came back from 17 down. They beat the their last couple games here. At New Orleans, they take an L. At Dallas, they get a blowout win, same like the Nuggets. At Indiana, they get a comfortable win. And then Miami, at Miami, they get a comfortable win. This is a team, man, that I just, when I watch them play, they play with excitement. There's momentum. They have some magic to them. You know what I mean? Where, like, everybody kind of has this belief. And then most of all, their defense is insane. Do you guys know, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is part of two of the top five best defensive pick-and-roll duos in the NBA. With I both I Gobert and. Oh, I did
2: not know that either. According, <laughs> to, according
0: to Second <laughs> Spectrum. Remember how tough he was in the playoffs last year, in part because you just can't screen him. He's so skinny, and he's so good, and so long. Yeah. And then you have Jaden McDaniels. you got Gobert. You've got so many good players, uh, defensive players in particular. I am ready to go ahead and say I think the Timberwolves belong in the top tier. They're unproven. So they are the new guys. They're not allowed full access in the top tier. They need to be respectful. But to me, I look at them and I go, this is not a Sacramento Kings situation of last year. This team's actually good. This team actually can win in the playoffs and do different things because of how they're built. And they shut
1: everyone down. Yeah, they should be in the top tier. They deserve to be. Um, they kind of have some Nuggets vibes from last season in terms of they had a lot of injuries, a lot of just... Lineup flux general last manager. year. And <laughs> <Same general manager. laughs> now they have everybody on the same page and everybody healthy, and it just kind of came together exactly. Well, I don't know exactly how they envisioned because I don't know if they really had a good sense of what it was going to look like. But it came together as as best as it could. I hate this. And, I hate um, that they're good. Yeah, they're good. They're really good. I hate good.
2: that they're good, and I hate that everyone in Minnesota was already out on Tim Connolly last year. They were like so mad about it. And they don't deserve this. You don't deserve this, anyone in Minnesota. We heard what you said. We heard that you already wrote the man off. And also just A-Rod. Why does A-Rod get good, more good things in life? Oh, You know what I mean? That like,
0: did ruin it. I'm
2: saying. like I, Tim Connolly, one of my favorite guys ever. And he just keeps doing a really good job. Um, the team, like, made no sense when he made that trade. And now it makes...
0: A ton of sense like i don't know how that worked it is hilarious too that in denver he built this like offensive juggernaut and then he went there and built a defensive juggernaut it's like, actually pretty hilarious they i are. do love a lot of their players though man they just have so many guys when i'm watching them i'm like and i like how the, i like how he they plays um so to me i look at it and i go and of course they are a tough matchup for denver i don't know if i'm quite ready to declare this but i will say like last year the Nuggets were on a collision course with the Lakers, and you could kind of see it coming, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, it has to be this way, right? It has to be. We have to go through the yep. Lakers if we're going to do it. I kind of feel early vibes of Nuggets and Timberwolves are on a collision course. Tim Conley and Tim Conley's old team are on a collision course. I mean, Jokic we and we did that last year. That's old stuff. We vanquished them no, last year. But, but they, they are not They recharged Pshhh. and reloaded. That was the... That, they weren't. I mean, they didn't have Nas Reed, first of all, who's they a huge part, six-man of, of the year. And they didn't have Jaden McDaniels, who's their best perimeter defender. So I'm telling you, you add him back to the mix, and then you watch... Hopefully going Going into Miami and winning, for coming back from 17 down the way that they did, man, is really impressive. So I just... I look at them and I go, I think there are two reputable teams in the Western Conference, just two. And there's a bunch of teams that are trying to pretend they are on paper. Maybe there's they
2: like are... There's like three in the
0: NBA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who are the... Uh, Celtics? It's
2: the Celtics, the Nuggets, the Timberwolves, and then I not guess the Bucks. I, I, not the 76 Sixers. The 76ers are. I think that not the right. Bucks. I don't believe in the Bucks. Why? I just don't think. Th- I, I think that there are too many uh, holes. I, I really just think that uh, at the end of the day, Giannis is too easily schemed against, and I don't. I don't know. I, I just that that he and Dame are like not a perfect pairing when it. The the going gets tough.
0: Is it that he ran into the locker trying to get the ball, and it was so corny that you were like, "You know, that what? was so
1: terrible." <laughs> that was that really was. Did you see how he got like the game balled balled ball the next game too? He, he, how, that he too? how many game balls does this guy need? <laughs> it, it begs the question: Is Giannis
2: vain, or is he starting like a like a like a, a league for kids, and he needs sporting equipment?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so lame man so I, I lame. think the Bucks are legit even though I agree with you that I think that they are like more vulnerable than people look but man they're dominant the things they're dominant at um, and I'm with you that I think the 76ers are, are they're legit they, well they did just lose to the Bulls last night I, I don't mean, know if you saw this by the way did you guys see the clip that I, said, that I told uh, you no down two against the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. Embiid gets the ball right in front of the rim. Easy yeah. little floater or, or pivot and score. Instead, he tries to do the rip through move to get a foul. I Dude, mean, why wouldn't
1: he? Ten gets the seconds call every left time. in the
0: game. Just score a layup. It's a wide open layup. I do do that. NBA players
1: White. are so brain dead that they just revert to that. Except for any that want to come on this show. We love your thoughts. <laughs> well, except for the Nuggets. Like, the Nuggets are the only like, good, of course, ethical people in the NBA. <laughs> it's natural, natural. natural, But NBA players' minds are so melted to just <laughs> grift calls oh, that they just do it. that off of pure reaction. I know. Off of pure instinct. It was muscle memory that he... Totally! totally. I would love- was, You're like, dude, what? <laughs> you
2: know what they need to do is just, like, in the preseason or an exhibition game, just play one... NBA game where they don't call any... It's just known there's no fouls called. <laughs> I mean, outside of like... Uh, Patrick an Beverly's cri- the Michael actual of the crime, but like... <laughs> like I just, Dylan Brooks or, or just Or there's something dominates. where it's like it's you... There's just something where it's like there's no foul shots, where you don't, it doesn't like benefit an individual player. Like if you get fouled, the possession starts over. So I don't know, something. But i just like... I would love to see what that would look like.
0: Um, anyway, I do agree with you, though. And by the way, tomorrow night... Minnesota Timberwolves at Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a real time. I mean, I'm curious if Embiid plays, first and foremost. He that's a, The
1: hamstring's bothering him, it,
0: Because that is a tough front court to go up against and maybe he dominates and then you can really tip your hat to him. Or maybe he plays poorly and you could be like, hmm, we'll bury hmm, him. Hmm. Uh, kind of interesting. Alright, that does it for our show today. Hit that outro music, Kale. I thought it was a good one. A little off day. Yeah. It was kind of fun. Great show. I didn't like it that much. Nuggets in Toronto. They start the three-game road trip how are they on the road again, man? Bro. On the road they're again? They're like me. <laughs> they are like you. <laughs> um, but in Toronto, always a tough place to play, and that's a team that I think is actually just tough for Denver. They remind me of Oklahoma City with the link, only they have a real center in Yaka yep. Uh They have Brooklyn and then Charlotte to get this little three-game road trip before heading home for a four-game homestand. So this is a nice one. Michael Malone last night, he always goes to this one. You notice when Michael Malone addresses the team, he goes extra Brooklyn. <laughs> Hello guys, you guys playing defense out there, hey? We're going on a business trip. All right? We're going on a business trip. That's a good the Blum, was That's pretty good. Yeah. I was Lone? like, are we playing a clip? Yeah. <laughs> we going on a business trip, all right, buddy?
1: It's family all through.
0: What's happening? <laughs> What's the matter with you? Huh? It wasn't matter you. He's yeah. not
1: Italian. Just he's, not, he's not, but he speaks like he is. Uh, they are going to Brooklyn this road trip,
0: though. <laughs> he's getting ready. Maybe that's what it was. He's getting the back. <laughs> Hit that like button for us on the way out. <laughs> like the mayor.